Tonight, there is no opening, no intro of any kind. I've had nothing but a real bad time with the internet here. Computer's working great, though. Uh, just not the internet, unfortunately. Uh, let me bring up my main camera here. And now my camera is not showing. What the hell? Oh, Lord have mercy. Doesn't anything ever go my way? I mean, seriously? Just when I think I've got it all working. And it's not showing the damn camera. Well, folks, welcome. Ah, there I am. It's a new computer. New computer, old camera. It keeps blinking out. Okay, fine. We are just going to have to... uh, I have to try and fix this as best I can here. It's not working as well as I would like it to. Unfortunately, the camera is not going to work with this. Okay, maybe it will. Well, thanks, uh, Kat. Appreciate that. Uh, The video side of my broadcast is a little herky-jerky, but you know what? It'll be corrected tomorrow with the new video camera that I've got coming in. Problem is I've got... I've got... I'm, I'm just... What can I say? And I got to turn off my notifications here on Windows 10 Pro because it's driving me up the proverbial wall here. Okay. So we're here. We're live. We're large. We're in charge. How y'all doing? Three four seven nine four five five seven four seven. We is here. Now let me see here. Speaking of they of here, hold on there. And do 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 do. I gotta open up the switchboard. All right. Now, I don't have my clip computer connected or anything, so I'm kind of winging it tonight. I'm already late getting this show on the air. It really sucks that that happened, but 
the internet for some reason all day long has been slow. I contacted Verizon on at least four separate occasions and they could not find any problems. I said, well then maybe you ought to take my complaint before I take my business elsewhere. And they don't like hearing customers say that, you know? Uh, they really don't want to hear a customer say, we'll take our business elsewhere. So fucking there. And, uh, you know, it is what it is. But I've got my switchboard up and looking good. Now, while the internet's been slow as molasses all day, the computer that I'm that I that I purchased is running like a champ. I am pleased as punch. Oh, <laughs> Mike, I remember when Bill I I I actually had that clip of him saying Fuck it, we'll do it live. That was back in his um, Inside Edition days, if I remember correctly. Iggy Mom, how you doing? Chat, good to see you. Mike, always a pleasure. And, of course, Gunslinger, hey, how you doing? So, here I sit. Not brokenhearted, didn't need the shit, and I sure as hell ain't farted. I know, that's pretty crude. That's okay. So anyway, welcome to Firefox News Online, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for tuning in. It is Monday. It is definitely Monday. Um, Obamagate. Right out of the gate, I'm telling you right now, it, it has got, it, there's got to be something wrong, mentally wrong with uh, Obama and his cronies because they think they can attack the president. They think they can go after this guy, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just my imagination, but if I were in uh, – if I were in Bill Barr's shoes, I'd have every, I'd have the DOJ going full bore after these motherfuckers. I swear I would. I wouldn't hesitate five fucking seconds. You know, uh, Dur- Dur- uh, is it Durham or Durham or whatever his name is, he's pushing full steam ahead, and I do mean full steam ahead. This guy's going. He he's not. He is not wasting any time. He's not letting the grass grow under his feet. The guy is actually going after folks, and he's going after them hard. On the phone line with me right now, I got Mike from Louisiana. Hey, Mike. What's up? Well, well, first off, George, to quote Bill O'Reilly, fuck it, we'll do it live. <laughs> and that's you know? what I'm doing right now, brother. That's right. But yeah, you're you're right. Here's here's something else. Not only is Durham 
Durham doing his job and doing doing what he's got to do, but he's got two other uh, federal uh, attorneys, you know, federal DAs or whatever you want to call them, and one of them's out of out of uh, out of Ron Rex territory, Missouri. You know, hmm. doing doing some work. You know, help kind of helping him out with this this thing. So this is going to be big. If he's getting other people involved at it with it at this late date, that tells me one, it's maybe big bigger than he thought it was going to be, and two, that he's going to need the help. Hmm. Go ahead, George. Do you think it's possible, however unlikely, uh, that that will be the case? Uh, Do you think that's going that's going to happen? I I think I think it's going I think it's I think if he's bringing extra help in, I think it's more than possible that he's got enough. He's got more than enough to put, say, Comey, you know, uh, Brennan, Clapper, these guys in jeopardy. And possibly, possibly even more to where, well, you're going to put maybe even more people in jeopardy than than that. I mean, I'm talking about going high on the food chain, you know, possibly, possibly to the president. All right, but I, I, I'm I'm not sure I'm not sure about that yet, but. I'm pretty sure I'm I'm gonna go ahead and say that. I'm pretty sure that he's going to have something against let's say Comey and Clapper and Brennan. You know? Well there there, there is evidence out there of, of their lunis their lunacy. Mm-hmm. I mean, let's face it. Gunslinger just joined us in, in the last minute or so. How about you, Gun? What do you think about this uh, about this possibility? Well, actually, it's a good possibility. I mean, you know, it's hopefully that the heads will start to roll. Is what it needs to what needs to happen. It's like I uh, it's like I re-nicknamed my button zapper. Now it's the liberal zapper. The liberal zapper. I love it. There's a pile of dead liberals right under it, and it's bad enough to get electrocuted, but then to get your ass eat up by the ants and carried away. <laughs> I love it. I really like the ones that just sit there and fry, and you see a column of smoke coming off that something. <laughs> Ooh, I love that one, too. Well, I'll tell you what. There, there, there has to be... There, there, there has to be a, a, a limit to what the American people will take at this point. You know? I mean, how, how, is, how is it possible that, they, that, they, that these motherfuckers are getting away with this shit? They're being protected 
Well, it's not. It's not who you know. It's, it's not. Or it's not what you know. It's who you know. And that's what you said. That's why they're being protected. Okay. The protection shit needs to stop. And when the when it does, hopefully it will. Uh, I'm telling you, <laughs> bring back old Sparky and Mr. Hangman, no doubt. Hmm. Well, yeah, I, I think bringing back old Sparky would be a good idea. I would I would like to see Sparky come back, no doubt about that. But you're not going to see it happen. I hate to be the bearer of bad news. That's not going to happen in our lifetime, if ever. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, it just depends on how the situation goes. Um, I'm giving it a fifty-fifty chance, okay? Because way that. Um, um, uh, no way talks. You know the spark may start in Maine. The earliest start in Maine, or it will start in Michigan. Because I read the thing uh, earlier on the Blaze that uh, the militia in Michigan is not going to allow a 77-year-old person, business owner, to that reopened against the king's order. They said we will stop him from arresting. Like, so it's just a matter of where it's going to spark off that. Okay, I mean the the dry kindling is there, the reasons are there, the pots are boiling, it's there, so we may see it. I mean, I mean, if if things do not start to quieten down, these tyrannical uh, governors that think they're fucking you know kings, uh, who knows? I mean, I've never seen anything like it. Not as bad as when we were growing up, obviously. It's not getting any better. I don't see it getting any better. So it's always that possibility. You know, any time that the hammer strikes, it's going to – who's going to shoot first? Then it's going to be on. I thought the Bundy situation was going to spark a uh, revolution in this country, and it came close. Oh, my God, I can smell it in the air. It came so close. It just depends on who was going to shoot, who was going to fire first out there. They're going to let them fire first. There's no doubt about that. You always let your enemies fire first, and then you have legal justification to open up. Go ahead. Well, I think the um, the one thing that, that that you know I would want to see, if not um, if not, uh, of course, you know them ending up uh, if, if convicted of treason. Life in prison, no parole, and no chance of even uh, even remotely getting out. No parole. No. No parole, no uh, gov- no governor, no governor's um, pardoning them or presidential pardons. Leave him the fuck in the jail cell to rot. You know? 
Well, that's what needs to happen. I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> I'm all I'm all got my toes and my fingers crossed, hoping that it will. Okay, because you know I don't know how long it's going this shit can go on. I mean, it's going on long enough. I mean, you know, government is there to to help with things, not to hinder things like they are doing now because they're so damn big. You know, the left doesn't know what the right's doing within the government structure. So when you have mm-hmm. something like it's it's bound to fail at some time. And like I said, with these governors thinking that they're God, they're thinking they're fucking masters and kings and all that shit, us peasants are going to get fucked up and fed up, okay? Uh, you know, they've already had armed people in, in, in the state capitals, okay, already. And, you know... Just like I said, there's that there's that line right there. They're just trying to see how yeah. far they can bend over the line until they get the head chopped off. <laughs> okay. Well, see what, what what I've often thought about, you know, even during during the, the hostage holding of of the presidency by Obama, the one thing that I've always I've always thought about is, you know, here here you have a bunch of evil, sadistic Six-twisted motherfuckers that that haven't got the brains God gave them, and yet here they are. They're there, acting like they still run the show. That's how. That's how full of themselves they are. Not, not that they're not full of shit, you know. Or, or, or let's say, let's say it this way: full of shit. Uh, but they're full of themselves. They, they, they got big egos that think they think they matter, and they don't. You know. So, but what do you expect from Democrats? They're idiots and they got big egos. Well, yeah, that's a given, right, George? Yeah. Um, hold on a second. Something's going wrong with the chat with the audio here. I really hate when this... I hate this. I really do. I just got a brand spanking new computer in, in today. I just started setting it up really good. And what do I get for my fucking trouble? A slow internet process. And now my audio's malfunctioning. When it rains, it pours, don't it? <laughs> Tell me about it. It's like, okay, so somebody forgot to tell, somebody forgot to uh, inform. And on top of that, and on top of that, it's a fucking Monday. There you go. (laughs) Yeah, and it's actually, and it's the actual Monday, too. Yep, there you go. 
see if I can figure out what's going on with my audio. Oh, that would help. Let's see if... Now, why is my microphone turning itself down automatically? Oh, I think I know why. I know why. Uh, yep. The, the automatic Skype setting. And it... Give me a fucking break today. Seriously? We're going to we're going to make make my life miserable. Really that Reduction beam forming. Ah, now it's up to a hundred percent. Now it's right where it's supposed to be. Y'all hear me okay? Uh, You're good. Now, now they should hear me in the chat room, just to be on the safe side. I better listen on myself, check my cell phone. You may hear an echo effect. Don't echo effect. Now, attempting the impossible here, I just adjusted my uh, my uh, trim a little higher, so this way, hopefully I get somewhere with that. Something is definitely very wrong with this picture. It's a work in progress, folks. Oh, adjust that. I lose that. Right. Now what? Oh, you've got to be kidding me. i got to close Mixler for a minute, folks. Apparently, something is screwed up there. But guys, can you hear me on the phone still? Yo. I'm glad to Ah. 
Sounds like somebody's on an old Porsche swing, though. That's my chair. Ghost is <laughs> probably outside on his laptop. Yeah, I am. That's my ah. chair. <laughs> By George Network. And I lost Cat and Iggy Mom. Uh, all right, you may hear my voice echo, so give let me check and make sure everything is working properly. It should be working. Uh oh. Okay, so that's not connected. So why do I have an echo? Why do I sound like I have an echo in my vo- in my audio? Don't hear any echo here. <clears throat> Okay. Well, you know what? I just turned up my my trim a little higher. So if, if I see if I overmodulate, I'll I'm sure someone will tell me. Anyway, I had to download Skype. Right? Check this out. Had to download Skype. Because the version, the type, of, the, the version of Skype that came with the computer was the Windows 10 version. Windows 10 version sucks. It's bad enough. Microsoft pretty much sucks anyway. But what are you gonna do? Ah, Mr. Dave is here from up in the northern country. What's up, Doc? Uh-oh. Not much, you. <clears throat> uh, brand new computer, old problems. <clears throat> I got a, I had to get a brand new, I had to get a new computer for broadcasting. And my internet's been slower than shit all day. Been trying to transfer stuff over from the old computer to from the old PC to the new PC, and it just doesn't want to do it. Old mother, old mother, mother Hubbard's cupboard for rising is being a, 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 a pinch penny, a pinch penny little bitch. Other than that, things are fine. But uh, anyway, so let me see. Move that down. Put that back where it was. There we go. So let's see here. Seems President Trump is is escalating the feud with Obama. 
insist, insists ex-president was involved in crime. Uh, yeah. Let's see. Did he... Did he do anything... Uh, just, you know, did he do anything with uh, what happened in Benghazi? No. Of course, he couldn't do anything in Benghazi because Hillary didn't tell him, I'm sure. Well, again, George, leading from behind, he didn't want to know. Yeah, the the impression I I'm getting is that he he basically he knew from the start things were going to be real screwed up. But the question becomes now, you know, what, what does he do? You know, what what does he do? Does he keep tweeting about it and keeps and keep and talking about it in briefings? Uh, personally, I would I would not do that. I would stop talking about it. Let the DOJ deal with it. I mean, that's that's what the DOJ is there for. They're there to uh, take care of business, you know. My my concern they, really is whether or not uh, the DOJ can can actually get these bastards on something, okay? Because let's look at the reality, all right? Let's look at the reality. You've got James Clapper, James Comey. You've got uh, you got all these people that are involved, from Loretta Lynch to Eric Holder to Hillary Clinton to. Do I need to go down the laundry list, fellas? I mean, seriously. We know who the, who the, who the players are. And so is the DOJ. But the, the question becomes now, how, how, how does the president need... How, how should the president... I did not get any sleep last night, and I am dog-tired, and my tongue is tying up in knots. Somebody, please tell me it'll get better. <laughs> uh, seriously, I, I, I... All I know is, at the rate things are going, if you start hearing somebody snoring, it, it may be me. I expected you to start out the show with a big yawn. Um. No, nah, I wasn't going to do that. Uh, no, I, I figure if I started the show off with a big yawn, that's going to put a lot of poor, poor bastards to sleep. No, 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 no. We don't want that. I mean, right. I, I know at some point Dave is probably dog tired, and he's going to he's going to need to hit the land of nod. <laughs> See what I mean? <laughs> nice guy. But, but you're right, George. I mean, there are certain people that you we can you can readily prove 
they broke the law. And they should swing for it, or at least go to jail for it. And I'm speaking maybe specifically of Comey. You can prove that he leaked those documents, you know, that he should never have leaked the top-secret documents, their workfare, their, their, these memos that he leaked to this lawyer up at Harvard or whatever it was that that eventually got out to the press, you know. He wasn't supposed to do that, and that's against the law. I mean, I'm trying to remember which, you know, U.S. two several U.S. codes that 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 that's against, and he did it anyway. And it can be veritably proven that he did it. You know, he did it to get... Well, he did... We, we saw what the results were. Those, the results were... Uh, 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 what's his face? That, that Mueller. Mueller. Mueller, Mueller. Yeah. So... James Cohen should go to jail. At the least, he should go to jail. Well, the very, the very, the, the very fact that they're they're not in jail is what bothers a lot of people. Um, So, to me, it, it, it just it would just make sense, you know, do the investigation, get these people, you know, in in check, get them under control, put them in a controlled environment called jail. Mm-hmm. The investig there's an invest there isn't. again. There is an investigation in progress. Oh, for the love of God. If I don't stutter, I I hiccup. If I don't hiccup, I yawn. I'm starting to think this that going on the going on the air tonight might have been a mistake. Jesus. Jeez. Well then again maybe not. <laughs> but I, 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 I think what's going to end up happening in, in the in the ultimate it, down the road, what's going to end up happening um, is you're going to have. I I see this guy Durham uh, coming out and saying he's got goods on X Y Z people. And let's go get them. We know yeah. that at some point it's going to have to happen. It's going to happen. There's no there's no way around it. They know a lot of these people that you know that that were in the Obama administration know full well that there were crime, that there were crimes committed on their side. And serious ones, but they they used the Russian collusion, the Mueller report, 
the Ukraine thing, the impeachment stuff, all as a distraction to distract the American people from what, what, you know, what, what the, who the real criminals are and who the real problem, child, uh, the problem children were. Right. Yeah. And we we know we know how Gunn feels about these people. He and rightfully so. I, I I think I feel the same way. A lot of these people should swing. You know, because you know, treason and all that stuff. This is this is what they what they tried to do was treasonous. All right. And they should swing for it. Now, will they? I don't know. I mean, the thing is, is you look at it. I mean, I've said it before about Comey. Comey, they they go, well, Comey has a spine of steel, and he's going to stand up and not say anything and do this. No, he doesn't have a spine of steel. He has a spine of jelly. He is going to roll over to stay, at least stay away from the rope, you know, maybe it gets him in jail for a few years, but he'll he'll roll over because he doesn't have that spine of steel, you know, to fight. You know, that's the thing. A lot of these guys, you're gonna see a lot of people, a lot of people roll over because when it comes out that Durham and by proxy the bar has enough of the goods on these people that says that. You're going to, if we take it, if we play this thing all the way out, you're going to swing, you know. They're going to, they're going to be a lot of people rolling over, you know. Yeah, well, that's that's the whole point here. That you're going to have these people rolling over on each other. And... It's going to be a, it's going to be a feeding a feeding frenzy when that happens. So the government's going to look at this and they're going to say to themselves, "Wow, this is." And when I say the government, I should I should rephrase, the DOJ is going to look at this and go, "This one's flipping on this one. This one's flipping on that one. They're all flipping on each other." The grand jury would have will have a field day with these buzzards. <laughs> I mean, each one of them will be the proverbial ham sandwich. You know, what they say about indictments, you can indict a ham sandwich. We're going to have multiple ham sandwiches here. Yeah, well, I'll tell you what, between you, me, and the lamppost, good. Give them a little cheese to go with their ham, and 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 you've got a bunch of rats on a sinking ship. Well, we do know one thing: Eric Fortwell cuts enough cheese for everybody. <laughs> You're really gonna milk that Fortwell stuff for all it's worth, ain't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not? He deserves it. I mean, when a politician is live on a on a news on a so-called news network, and they decide to, 
on live television and not even have the decency, and it was heard by everybody, doesn't have the decency to excuse himself. Holy shit. What the fuck is wrong with this picture? <laughs> well, well, one, he's a Democrat, and he doesn't think he should excuse himself, I guess. And two, obviously, uh, you know, obviously, obviously Chris Matthews did not think enough to call him on it. You know? Well, I don't know. I think Chris Matthews was being polite. You know, I mean, let's face the reality. When you are a politician talking to the talking forehead, okay, now you've got the talking forehead talking to a politician and and vice versa. At some point, one of those two is going to blow a gasket or blow gas. (laughs) <laughs> you know, I mean, it's kind of a no-brainer, ain't it? Well, at, at that point, George, uh, uh, Eric Hartwell was talking from both ends. Say that again? At At that point, George, uh, he was talking from both ends. Was In other words, he was being a typical politician. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. That's right. Well, yeah. You're a typical politician who's uncouth, uncivilized, and in serious need of being Right, guys? Hmm. Well, we have a 740 area code caller. 740, go ahead. Hey, I got my, uh, got my cock stuck in a tailpipe. What the fuck do I do? You're uh, sucking on mommy's tit tonight, aren't you? Go back to it, you little bastard. It's a never-ending battle with the, with the mommy tit-sucking basement dwellers. Unbelievable. They have nothing else better to do. I guess not. Now get a load of this, guys. Gunslinger put this in the cha- in the Mixler chat room a moment ago. TSA's seventy-seven million dollar canine units can't detect explosives, put aviation systems at risk. Uh, hold on here. Back up the bus, Gus. Did I is, did I read that right? And this comes from Judicial Watch, by the way. This is from Judicial Watch. The Department of Homeland Security has spent $77 million on passenger screening canine teams, or PSCs, at airports 
but the dogs used by federal agents to detect explosives in luggage and travelers are not effective. As a result, our nation's aviation system and the traveling public could be at risk of a catastrophic event caused by an undetected, undetected explosive device, according to a federal audit. You can't blame it on the dogs, though. They're human handlers at the famously inept Transportation Security Administration, or TSA, failed to train them properly or use them in an appropriate fashion. Investigators from the Department of Homeland Security Inspector General's office found. Now, some TSA managers are also more focused on moving checkpoint lines quicker than using security dogs correctly. This according to the probe. Uh, chunks of the findings include a 30-page report are redacted because the passages contain sensitive security information. But the available portions are enough to get the big picture. Among the TSA's many failing, failures sorry, involving this costly program is that the agency has not updated its training aids for canines in many years to ensure they include emerging explosive threats. Federal law requires TSA to periodically review threats to aviation with particular focus on explosive materials presenting the most significant threats to passengers air, to passenger aircraft to achieve its mission the TSA must train canines to detect to detect the most significant threats to aviation security however Judicial Watch confirmed through their analysis that the TSA's PSC teams may not detect the rest of these of the sentence uh, may not detect and in parentheses it says the rest of the sentence is redacted under the security exemption. Uh, but the watchdog continues, however, specifically TSA was training its canine teams to detect 13 explosives and two components of explosive devices, but not, and again, the rest of the sentence is redacted. Now, I'm not going to read any further. If I'm going to keep running into that statement, I'm going to I'm going to get tongue-tied. All right. So let's let's break it down. The TSA has a canine unit that is improperly trained, and that falls on the TSA itself. So now the question becomes, what the fuck? Really? 
I mean, when they open up the airports to allow people to travel again by airline, let's face the reality here. People find out about this shit, they're going to be like, I'll take Amtrak, thank you. Or I'll drive, or I'll just drive my car. So, I don't know. Uh, Dave, you're you're up you're up in the northern country, in your area, in your up there in your up there in Canada. Uh, a does the uh, does 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 the Canadian government have an equivalent to the TSA, and do you know of any problems similar to this uh, up where you are? <clears throat> Yes, we do have an equivalent to the TSA. Okay. They are not responsible for the dogs. And aside from that, I'm going to have to withhold my commentary on this subject because I'm or I was and are too close to the matter to be able to discuss what I do know. Hmm. Understood. Understandable. Believe me. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 really weird, you know? Very strange. Uh, Gunslinger, are you there? Uh, for, yeah, for a minute. I'm fixing to go, go in for a minute. Well, apparently the TSA is having is experiencing some difficulties with um, with their canine unit. Apparently, they're not they're not able to detect uh, explosive devices. I that's that's I was I was shocked when I even when I even found that. I mean, uh, what are they doing with all this money that they that they get? Not. Training the animals like they're supposed to. Something is obviously, you know, wrong somewhere. And you know, uh, that's what they're supposed to do. I mean, you know, that's one of the best ways to, to sniff out explosive devices is with a dog. Because a dog's sense of smell is like a million times better than a human sense of smell is. So. Somebody, boy, they, they like I said, it's that TSA. I don't, I don't know about them, about the idiots. I don't think they've hardly ever stopped any person from doing anything. Not that I can remember. Okay, uh, they like to poke you and probe you and everything else, you know. But I don't know. It's, it's. Uh, I don't fly commercial anyway, so fuck them. You know, they, you know, I, I, I don't see no use for them. Good. I'm breaking down and going inside. Mm. Well, I don't know. Mike, before I get to you, I got a 606 area code calling in. Actually, let me get to Mike first, then I'll get to the 606 area code. Well, what do you think of uh, yeah. this? Again, this is 
this is supposedly a government operation. And it takes me back to the movie, um, you know, Apollo 13, when everything starts to go wrong. And and he said, well, oh, man, and you're telling me this is a government operation? You can't figure out what's going wrong, going on, going wrong over here? Well, that that sounds like this. This is, you should have these dogs.
it, it, look, when you've been when you've been on the air as long as, as many years as I have, and you, you you develop a very warped, strange, and almost incredibly weird sense of humor. In fact, I, 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 there's a person on the phone line here that would probably attest to that in some fashion because he's heard he's heard me in the past, <laughs> back in the early days of this broadcast. <laughs> Actually, two people, Dave up in Canada, Gunslinger here in, here in the States. Those two guys back in the early days heard me utter some very, very, very off-the-wall stuff. Not that I'm bragging, but it was off the wall stuff. Yeah. Actually, I still no. can't get over your get over your YouTube videos from your public access cable show. <laughs> They're gone. They're not <laughs> up there anymore. Oh no! They finally took them down. Oh man! At my request. The person oh, who put them man. up didn't have didn't have my permission to put them there. Did you at least make copies? Nope, I lost my copies a long time ago. Not that I wanted to keep them, mind you. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that was back in the early '90s, before I got sober, even. <laughs> Talk about a really bad situation. I had bloodshot eyes, bags under my eyes, and I was wearing a sweater vest. Go figure. Thank God I don't wear sweater vests anymore. I think they've, they've since gone out of style anyway. Oh. You know, I think I think I think sweaters went out of style, kind of went out of style after after the Cosby Show went off because that that was a big deal. That was a big thing with uh with that uh, with Bill Cosby's character on that show with all the skit uh. uh Sweaters he would wear, you know. Hmm. Oh, by the way, today's briefing ended abruptly because and I was watching it this afternoon. I kid you not. These two reporters were were not going to let did not would not let up. So, and of course, there one was with CBS and the other was with the Confused News Network. Unbelievably insane. So, President Trump abruptly ended his Rose Garden news conference on Monday after a round of exchanges with CBS News reporter 
Weijia Jiang and CNN reporter Caitlin Collins. In what ended up being the the final question of from from the briefing, Jiang grilled Trump about his ongoing oh mother pearl. Let's try this again. I got thrown off because the video started automatically. Uh, And what ended up being the final question from the briefing, Jiang grilled Trump about his ongoing tout of coronavirus testing in the U.S. in comparison to other countries around the world. Jiang asked, You've said many times, that the U.S. is doing far better than any other country when it comes to testing. Why does that matter? Why is this a global competition to you if everyday Americans are still losing their lives and we're still seeing more cases every day? Now, that's the CBS News reporter asking those questions. Trump responded by taking aim at China, a country that some suspect has not been releasing accurate data regarding its own coronavirus cases and deaths. Well, they're losing their lives everywhere in the world. And maybe that's a question you should ask China. Trump told Yang, don't ask me, ask China, okay? When you ask them, you may get a very unusual answer. As the president attempted to move on the next on to the next reporters, Yang, who is Asian American, pressed him on his uh, uh, pressed him on he was saying that to me specifically, suggesting his comment was racially motivated. I don't think so. I'm telling you, I'm not saying that specifically to anybody. I'm saying it to anybody who would ask a nasty question that like that. This is how this was Trump's response to her. Trump then got into a dust up with CNN's Collins, who approached the microphone after he apparently had called on her. But he attempted to move on to another reporter since Collins didn't respond. However, after Collins attempted to let my colleague finish and not step away from the microphone, Trump thanked the crowd and quickly walked away from the podium. I would have walked away too. I would have walked away too because... Let's face the reality here. Now you've got this um, Hello. Now you've got this um, Anybody still there? Can you hear me, uh, Dave? Well, now I can hear you. Yeah. 
Let me uh, let me get this 606 call. I think I know what it is anyway. Go ahead, 606. Would you let a woman put a strap on on it? You're done. Go suck mommy's tits, you little shit. <laughs> Unbelievable. Mike and Gunslinger left. Did they leave or did you uh, get knocked off or something? I don't know what the fuck's going on. I shouldn't have gotten knocked off because I'm on. I'm still on. I'm still on. Uh, I'm still on Mixler. And I know they can. They can hear me in in the in on the Mixler chat room. All right. Gunslinger's back. I think he only hung up because he had to he had to switch computers or something. Uh, Cherokee Rose is in the chat room. Uh, Little Miss Cherokee Rose, tell me, can you hear me? Ali Ali Oxenfree. Anybody out there? There, 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 there. Cool beans. She can hear me. So that means it's working in on there. Uh, and it, you heard me on the, on the phone, so I don't understand what the hell's going on. Oh, oh well. Could be worse, I suppose. Could be a lot worse, you know. But uh, yeah, no. Getting back to this, uh, to, to this dust, you know, this back and forth with with with, with the uh, communist broadcasting system and confused news network. Between the two networks, I, I swear they're they're brain dead. I mean that. I think they're fucking brain dead. They they don't they don't get it. There's Gunslinger back on the phone line. So President Trump goes into it, gets into it with C, with a CBS reporter and a CNN reporter. Just to give Gunslinger a quick um, mm-hmm. Reader's Digest of what happened, and at one point, okay. Now let me let me just go. The, the story is not that long. It's really a short story anyway. So to give Gunslinger an idea of what was going on, Trump had to end the uh, the, the briefing in the Rose Garden uh, rather abruptly after a round of exchanges between CBS News reporter Weijia Chang and Weijia uh, Jang, sorry, yeah, and CNN reporter Caitlin Collins. Um, when I speak about uh, Miss Jang, I'm just going to call her. I'm just going to say CBS News and and Caitlin Collins. I'll just refer to her as CNN. It'll make it a little easier on me. <laughs> so uh, the CBS reporter grilled President Trump about his ongoing tout of coronavirus testing in the U.S in comparison to other countries around the world, right? 
Well, here's what the CBS reporter raised. These are the questions that the young woman raised. You've said many times that the U.S. is doing a fair, is doing far better than any other country when it comes to testing. Why does that matter? Okay. Why is, why is this a global competition to you if everyday Americans are still losing their lives and we're still seeing more cases every day? And this is what the reporter from CBS asked the president. And her attitude toward the president when she asked these questions was disrespectful. I'm sorry. Outright disrespectful. So Trump responded by taking aim at China, a country that some suspect has not been releasing accurate data regarding its own coronavirus cases and deaths. Trump told the the reporter from CBS, well, they're losing their lives everywhere in the world. And maybe that's a question you should ask China. Don't ask me. Ask China, okay? When you ask them, you may get a very unusual answer. Now, he was not, I mean, the reporter asked questions of the president. The president responded. But apparently he went to move on to another reporter, and the reporter from CBS, who, by the way, is is Asian-American, this, this woman pressed him because he was saying, that uh, she, God, let me try this again. So Jiang, the reporter from CBS, who's was Asian American, pressed him on, he was saying that to me specifically. This is how she felt about it. She felt that he was saying that to her specifically because she is, she's Asian American. Uh, suggesting his comment was racially motivated. Here, here again, the media playing the race card. I'm telling you, I'm not saying that specifically to anybody. To anybody, I'm saying it to anybody who will ask a nasty question like that. And that's what Trump responded with. Well, then he got into a into a bit of a dust up with uh, CNN's Collins who approached the microphone after he apparently had called on her, but he attempted to move on to another reporter since Collins didn't respond. Uh, However, after Collins attempted to let my colleague finish and not step away from the microphone, Trump thanked the crowd and quickly walked away from the podium. So, Gunslinger, i got to ask you, when is the press going to get it into their heads that, that disrespecting a sitting president in the matter that they've been doing is not going to be tolerated for much longer? The president can 
close briefings just like that. Go ahead. I don't think they ever will because, you know, they're just pushy, 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 pushy is what they're, what they're doing. It's very disrespectful. And I seen that, that clip there about a minute and a half of it earlier today, and I would have done the same thing. You know? I mean, you want to be a smart ass? I'll treat you like a fucking smart ass, too. I mean, you know, that's what he's thinking. Uh, it, man. Yeah, well, you know, that's those, those, you know, CNN reporters and all that shit. They respect from them. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, wait, I, wait, I know. Wait. Yeah, because, I mean, look, I'm not a professional journalist. That's a, That's a given. Okay? But still, if I had the opportunity to interview the president of the United States in a press briefing at, in the, you know, right there in the Rose Garden, first of all, the, the last thing I would ever want to do is disrespect the president because I wouldn't get invited back if I did. Okay? So you're looking at the – I have to look at this carefully. Were they setting him up? Were they attempting to set him up? I think they were. And Cherokee Rose in the chat room says, Oh, audio test test. Hello. I'm still connected. Yeah, I'm still I'm still here too. Yeah. Oh, George, where'd you go? George, you poo, where'd you go? Yeah, I'm calling back into a live show because you fucking booted me out of my own show, damn it. I'm not a happy camper when <laughs> I, that happened. I did no such thing. Not you, Blog Talk Radio. It went, I, I, I heard bloop, and I'm like, you son of a bitch. But I have returned to the scene of the crime. But uh, yeah, no, I was re- I was responding to Cherokee Rose uh, and what she said in the chat room. Uh, no, and I agree, and, and believe me, I I would have done the same thing. Seriously, I would have done the same thing. I would have walked away, said the hell with this. Who needs this bullshit? I've got more important things to worry about than to listen to a couple of whiny crybabies from, from CNN and CBS. They're trying. If they want to set somebody up, why don't they set up their set up their bosses? Oh wait a minute. 
they they could lose their jobs if they do that. You know? But, you know, it is what it is. Now, let me see here. Going back to the headlines, I have my clip computer connected, but I've got to go get the power supply for it. Because if I don't, the battery's going to die on it. All right. I'm going to put a clip in the uh, chat room. I'm going to attempt to do that. Or not. Okay, fine. Don't make me work for it. That's just not going to happen. I don't have to work hard for what I do. All right, now I just need that clip. There it is. Turn up the clip. There we go. Now all I got to do is wait for it to load. Brett Baer on Fox News Channel, expect Obama more in engaged on coronavirus. He also talks about the Flynn allegations. So here we go. Feel like your time sure isn't what they sold you? And of course I gotta listen to a commercial which should not have come up because my ad blocker should have been on. And now I gotta Flynn case. President Trump is implying that Obama is linked to the FBI's mishandling of the Flynn case. He tweeted this today, Obamagate makes Watergate look small time. This is Michael Flynn's attorney claims an effort to entrap her client went straight to the Oval Office. Comey had found and McCabe had found the transcripts of Flynn's call with Kislyak and he briefed Clapper on it immediately. Clapper then immediately went and briefed President Obama on it. So the whole thing was orchestrated and set up within the FBI, Clapper, Brennan, and in the Oval Office meeting that day with President Obama. So you think this goes all the way up to the top to President Obama? Absolutely. I want to bring in now Fox News Chief Political Anchor Brett Baer, also the anchor and executive editor of Special Report. Good to see you today, Brett. Uh, this would be very serious if those facts hold up. What should we be looking for at this point? We should be looking for facts. Uh, and I think what we're seeing in the decision by uh, the Attorney General, the U.S. Attorney who was looking into the Michael Flynn case, uh, we, are, we have to wait and see what the judge does, Judge Sullivan, in that case, and that'll be interesting mm -hmm. to see. Uh, but I, I think what we're really waiting to see is some other uh, 
shoes to drop, if you will, uh, for the people who say there's much more here. Uh, the Durham investigation is continuing and said to be about a month or two away. We've heard that a lot, but that's what we're hearing from Capitol Hill. Uh, and I think that you're likely going to see the former president much more engaged. If you have a conference call with 3,000 former staffers, you're doing it to get it out. It's not a private call. Mm. And uh, expect him to get much more involved, I think, directly on both the handling of the coronavirus and all of the things that the mm. president is alleging about the Obama administration. All right, so let's look at this and take it, um, take it, you know, in in a perspective order. Um, now. I don't believe this. I have to turn off all these notifications. <laughs> Every time I set up a computer, I always forget to turn off the notifications. Now, let me see if I can. Uh, I guess she she wants to call in on, on she wants to bring have me bring her aboard on Skype. Uh, Miss Cat, uh, where are you at? There she is. Hello, Kat. Hello. What's going on? Well, same old stuff. Just another day above ground. Is the show off? No, why? I don't see anybody else on the call. That's because I'm 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 on Blog Talk Radio, and I'm and and the other callers are on the blog, the BTR number. Well, well. I'll hang up and do that then. <laughs> okay. Well, you can stay on the Skype side. You don't have to hang up. I mean, I've already brought you aboard, so you may as well save yourself some time and and stuff and stuff. And can stuff. they hear me? They will hear you. Yes. I will not let them. I will not allow them to not hear you. Okay. Have permission to not hear you. Well, I want them to say something so I'll know they're really there. Mike, I'm here. Gunslinger. Okay. Gunslinger is the only one I have. What happened to Mike? Cajun Mike. He's over at Ron's show. Oh, Ron's doing a show. Yeah, I I I cover I I I do the I do a show all, over the weekend, and uh-huh. he comes on to take to just to, to just take. Everybody goes over. Everybody goes over there as soon as he comes on. Well, I guarantee you. I, I can almost guarantee Gunslinger's in his chat room, aren't you, Gun? Not yet. Believe it or not. But you see, everybody abandons me to go to him. Well, why is that? That's not right. I don't know. Doesn't make any sense to me either. Even if my even with my all my uh, glitches, you know, uh-huh. people would you know would stick around. 
Oh, I can't do an all-nighter like we did last night. I was dragging my butt today. Oh, oh Lord. me. When I got up today, I had to stay up because the new computer was coming in today. Mm-hmm. Didn't show up until the afternoon, and then I had to I had to take it out of the box, hook it up, set it up, and I'm still trying to set things up on it. I, I, did, I did bare minimum right now. My video broadcast, the only thing I'm showing is my, um, my cinematic, uh, my, the cinematic uh, video because my camera is an old quick cam that really sucks. <laughs> and tomorrow I'm supposed to get the, uh, the first of two HD cameras coming. Mm-hmm. So hopefully tomorrow. Oh, so what kind of you ordered your computer online or eBay or what? Got it. Uh, got it from Staples. It's a refurbished HP uh, business computer. Big one. Really? It's a big one. It's got. Let's see here. Two. Four. It's got four USB ports in the front. I think four. Either four or six in the back. Good Lord. What do you need all that for? Those are just well, the USB I, ports. USB, yeah. So, uh, it came with an i5 Intel, Intel Core processor, 32 gigabytes of RAM, a two terabyte hard drive. Oh, so you spent your stimulus money or the, your, your big fat $1,200 on you a new computer. It, only, it, it cost me less than 400 bucks. Goodness, that's a good deal. That's a yeah, hell of a good deal. And I got me a, a nice little tower. I already had the monitor. I didn't know they, they were sending a keyboard and mouse with it, but that's okay. I could always, I could always keep them in the box. I took my PC and hooked it up to my smart TV so I can watch uh, different things that you that's not on the television. You know, we we didn't have a flat screen TV for a long time. We still had just like a, one that's really like an analog TV for a long time. You know, why do, why do we not have a flat screen TV? It didn't make any sense. So we went to Costco and got one. And, um, you know, it's got everything on there, like Netflix and all the apps for those shows. But, there are things that I like to do, you know, they're, they're on different websites that I like to, and then I can do my bills and stuff, watch, you know, it's huge, so I can sit there and do things that, well, you know what I'm saying, I'm really tired, I'm just rambling, but um, I have an iMac, I've had, oh my gosh, I've had that iMac for, oh my goodness, um, about eight years. I love it. My husband doesn't know how to use a Mac. It's just like if I ask him to click on something for me, he sits there and kind of stares at everything for a while before he'll do it. But I like to play games on my Mac, and I like the uh, I I design quilts, so I have this quilting program. And then when you when you when you um. You can scan in the fabric you're going to use, and 
all the dimensions and it'll tell you exactly the yardage that you need and all you know everything you need to make that quilt it's really it's really cool I don't know how my grandmother made a quilt without a computer and having this program though it just baffles me well computers are like are, are, are like you know an acquired taste I'll put it like that the kind of acquired taste uh, when I was taking care of my mother and she had lucid moments, she would look at my computer and go, "What you doing? What are you doing over there?" And I go, "Um, on the internet, mom. What's that?" And mom was, mom, you know, she knew what it was before she got Alzheimer's, but as the Alzheimer's began to set in. Uh, the sad reality was uh, she just, you know, it, there, there really wasn't, um, I, could, I could explain it to her and then have the same question raised the next day. Mm-hmm. So it, it was kind of a catch-22. Mm-hmm. So, well, it's good that you got to take care of her. We're getting a, I'm getting a feedback. You're getting a feedback. Like I can hear myself talk after, but now it's not doing it. Let me, let me, uh. No, it's okay. Is it doing it? Is it doing it now? No, it, it stopped doing it. All right, so it's not doing it now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you know, Ron is just not consistent in having a show, so. No, he, 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 he goes on. Normally speaking, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, right? And then he started going on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, my nights. Mhm. So as soon as I, as soon as people started seeing him on on the nights that I'm on, they just decided to go over there and leave me sitting here by myself. Well, that's not right. I mean, I put the only reason I went on Saturday and Sunday was because he was nowhere to be found. He was he was he was he didn't even contact anybody to let them know, hey, I'm not going to be doing my show this weekend. Which you know would have been a night would have been nice. Mm-hmm. Then I could have I could have prepared and planned a little better, you know, for doing Saturday and Sunday. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm. I'm not in competition with the guy. This is what, what gets me about this. I'm not in competition with him. I'm not in competition with anybody. No, just be yourself. You know? But at least, you know, let, let me have the night. Let me have my nights. You know? Because I'm sitting here. If I only have one person to talk to, come 2 o'clock when, it's, when, when Ball Talk Radio is done, I end up closing the show. So I'm on here for three hours from 11 to 2 with Blog Talk Radio. So Ron will do his show till like 3 or so, right? So Gunslinger, are you on both shows or do you just have one headset? Or Well, I just have one headset. I can, I can tune in both. I can be at both at the same time. And through Skype, I can switch back and forth. You know, I'll probably stay here for an hour and a half and go over there, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. I tried 
hanging two headsets on my head. This will work too good. Yeah, I I I actually put an earbud in my ear, uh, but unfortunately, uh, no, nah, it doesn't work out too well. Because then you only, you only have you you've got a headphone jack, you got a speaker jack, and as soon as you plug in the headphone jack, the speakers get canceled out. Go figure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things, you know. I um, you know, I quit using um, um. Gee, I'm having brain farts. I quit using um, Skype for I mean years. I had used Skype, not regularly, just a couple times. I just, you know. Anyway, so today I contacted somebody that I used to talk to a long time ago. Uh, I met him when I did that show he came on our show and he's from he grew up in South Africa and his um he was living here at the time and he came on that show that I did and he his passion is what's going on uh in China with this group called the Fulan uh what is their name? It's it's a it's a spiritual group. And the Chinese are persecuting them. Fulong Gong. Let me find yeah, it. I heard about that. I, I I'm still I'm I'm, I'm amazed that that that, uh, that no that, that nobody's calling them out for uh, humanitarian. Uh, you know, as a, calling this a, a humanitarian crisis. Oh yeah, you know? they. It's horrible what they do to those people. They put them in jail and they take their organs and sell them on the black market and just horrible stuff. Well, so anyway, today I um, I just said hi, you know, to this guy like, hey, how are you doing? What's going on? I mean, he's got a real passion for exposing all this stuff. And he wrote, he actually sent me a, a voice message back on Skype, and he's in Vietnam right now. And um, I wish there was a way I could play it for you. Uh, I don't know how to play it, you know, um, for you could hear. An audio clip of some kind? or, or I mean, Oh, it's just, he did the audio clip himself. He just responded to me with a voice message. You know, he just like left me a voicemail on Skype. And um, he's talking about in Vietnam and what's going on. He's talking about how horrible the, uh, the, the child trafficking is, you know, the you know, the pedophilia that's going on over there, sex with children, you know, children being sold. And, oh, yeah, I mean, that's what, um, when people complain about this country, it just blows my mind. Like, there is no other place in the world I'd rather be than the United States. I don't think I'd feel safe anywhere else. But anyway, I was going to ask him if it's okay with you what. You know, I could talk about your show and just come on here and just talk about some of the things that he's witnessed and what he's doing. He's a real deal. He's a real, really nice guy. Um, well, I certainly would welcome the, uh, the opportunity to have you know have to to bring him on. I mean, let's face it. You know, when you're, you know, if he's got something to, you know, if he's got something he wants to 
have put out there, you know, I'll be more than happy to give him the platform. Oh, yeah. Well, you would enjoy talking to him. Yeah. You would really. Just just pull up on Wikipedia, persecution of Fulon Gong. It's um, Salon Gong. It's S-A-L-U-N-G-O-N-G. It's two words. Persecution of Fulon Gong. That's how you say it. It's um, it's really remarkable, you know. So these are the people that release the virus on the world, and look at what they do. To, I mean, these are their own people that they're torturing, and you know, doing God-forsaken, unspeakable things that is cruelty beyond cruelty. see here. Now, what am I looking for exactly with uh, Falun Gong? Persecution of Falun Gong. It's It's an article on Wikipedia. Let's see. There it is. Persecution of Falun Gong. Now I just got to wait for it to open. And then I have to make it a little larger in font size. Did you, do you have access to um, uh, Google Fiber there? Can you get Google Fiber? Is your service provider? No. Can't get that. Then was one of the first cities. I think the second city they rolled it out in. Google, I wouldn't get anyway. I know, but (laughs) it is very fast. It's $70 a month. It's not in my area, thankfully. It's Oh, it'll it'll they'll get they'll get up there. Trust me. Well, let's see between uh, satellite, optimum, spectrum, Verizon, FiOS. Uh, eh, one of these days they may actually show up here, but you know. Highly unlikely at this point, not at least in my area. Well, let's see here. I'm going to put this in the chat room. There's a lot here to read, and uh, there's not a whole heck of a lot of time left to, to really read this. Oh no, it's it's you would have to absorb it and then come back on the show. You know, prepare yourself to talk somewhat about it. You know, yeah. and. Just get people interested in because Gunslinger and uh, Cherokee Rose are in the in the chat room, and um, this way they can they can uh, open it up, uh, save the link to their favorites, and also read it at their leisure. Mm -hmm. But uh, well, this guy I was telling you about his name is Mitchell, you know, and all right, 
to him tomorrow and say, would you want to come on a show? And just he will. He'll, he 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 likes to get on any platform he can and talk about this stuff. And you'll really enjoy his accent. So. So you're going to do your blog talk show for how long? Uh, you and Gunslinger are on the phone line. And I've got Cherokee Rose and Gunslinger in the chat room. Um, I don't know. Might go, might go to 2.30 at this point. You know? Kind of sucks, but, you know, what are you going to do? Does Cherokee Rose ever call in? No, actually. No, she doesn't. Um, I would like her to, but, you know, I'm not, I, I don't pressure people to do that. I always mention the phone number, which I didn't do in a while, so let me put the phone number out there. 347-945-5747. Again, the number to chime in if you want to join in, 347-945-5747. So, uh, so said the big mouth behind the microphone. All right. So, Gunslinger, what are they talking about over on Ron's show? That's so interesting. Don't know yet. I'm not over there yet. Oh, Okay. Well, he's hanging. He's hanging with me. I asked my husband today if he had he heard anything about the the guy who got um, his head chopped off or top of his head shaved off at the airport. He didn't. He had not heard a word about it. Yeah. Um... There's, I haven't seen anything further on that story, by the way. No. At least not yet, not today anyway. And no surprise, really. They're going to be, they're going to be tight-lipped about it. Uh, 917 area code, I will get to you in just a second. Stand by. So the way I see it is this, that situation, okay, that situation has a tighter lip than, than, than uh, politicians. Oh, on Google or Skype call. Hmm. Now, come on. My internet is slow tonight. It's been slow all day. Hey, go suck on mommy's titties. Hey, go suck your mommy's tits, bitch. Oh, let him talk, George. Just let him see. I, 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 unlike Ron, likes the trolls. He likes trolls. I don't. Why did, why did they pick you to troll? 
Oh, they got nothing else better to do. Maybe mommy's, maybe their mommy's tits dried up and they, they can't get any, any more milk while they're sitting in their basement. Oh, God. I mean, you know. Uh, okay. These are these are bottom feeding basement bottom feeding basement dwelling monkeys that suck on their mommy on their mommy's tits all day long. Oh George, that's kind of gross. You know that. Yes, but I don't like trolls, so they deserve everything they get. Well, there you go. There you go. I don't play with them. I just I throw them to the wolves. And, and by the way, Cherokee Rose is sitting in the chat room there laughing her ass off. She's finding it funny. <laughs> so, you know, hey, you got to listen. I'm, I, I may do a lot of news and topic discussion around here, but I also like to do a little bit of fun, too. Yeah. It's kind of my thing, you know. <laughs> it's kind of my thing. You know, I didn't even know I had it. I had a thing until I started doing this thing. And when I started doing this thing, I ended up getting catching on with another thing. And then that thing caught on with another thing. And then that thing caught on with another thing. And then, okay, I'm going to stop that now because I'm starting to get really, really dizzy. Yeah, <laughs> you're being, you're really being a super nerd, George. Who, Bree? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, Bree. Super nerd. I figure like this. You gotta have fun in life. You know, you gotta you gotta enjoy the moment. You know, if you can, then do it. Reach for that brass ring and say, "Hey, this ain't all brass. It's 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 brass coated. What a jip!" Oh, did I say that out loud? Yeah. Ah, uh, well, could be worse, I suppose. Now, let's see here. Uh, according to... Uh, let's see here. I just saw it, and then they... Oh, get a load of this. Did you hear about the California man who went shopping with a KKK hood on his head? No. Oh, well, let me tell you. There was a guy in California who actually went shopping wearing a Ku, a Ku Klux Klan hoodie. <laughs> was he arrested? Um. Well, apparently no charges are going to be filed against the California man who went shopping in his KKK hoodie. Well, he was, is the mask mandatory out there? <clears throat> yeah, it's mandatory. Well, and a mask on. Yeah, but that's not exactly the kind of mask you want to... You, know, you want to walk around it. I mean, well, evidently that, that could get a person in a lot of trouble if you catch my drift. Well, yeah. I'm glad it was in California, not here. Well, let me see here. 
I'll see if I can. I don't have my regular screen capture software. I'm using what whatever Windows offers. Let's see here. Since you're not in the chat room, I'll have to do this the old-fashioned way, I suppose, uh, through Skype. So here we go. Uh, let me paste this in here, like so. And there you are, I think. Yeah, there it is. You'll be able to look at that. And trust me when I say, not a very bright person. So, the California man who went grocery shopping wearing a KKK hood last week said he didn't mean to make a racial statement. Bullshit. <laughs> and won't be facing charges, police said Monday. More bullshit. Well, he's just a dumbass. Zora, creep. Oh, I like this reporter's style, the hooded creep. <laughs> Very nicely said there. Um, who wrote this thing? Oh, it's and it's and it's taken from the New York Post, from Tamara Lappin. Oh, wow, Tamara, good going. So uh, the California man, no, I read that already. So the hooded creep was spotted roaming the aisles of a Vons supermarket in Santee on May 2nd, a day after San Diego residents were required to wear face coverings in public amid the coronavirus pandemic. The man expressed frustration with the coronavirus and having people tell him what he can and cannot do. The San Diego County Sheriff's Department said in a statement to NBC News, he said that wearing the hood was not intended to be a racist statement. Bullshit. Bullshit. In summary, he said, it was a mask, and it was stupid. No shit, Sherlock. What'd you do with Doctor Watson? Well, why did he have the ma- Why did he have that hood anyway? Because a member of the KKK. Why else? <laughs> the KKK is in California. That too. No comment. But I thought it's. But wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a second. Let's examine this. He's in California. Isn't that a big liberal state? I mean, what are they doing with the KKK out there? It's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. So, let's see. The man's get-up drew outrage on social media and from officials in the city of almost 60,000 residents. But the U.S. Attorney's Office and the San Diego County District Attorney's Office investigated and didn't find enough evidence to to, to charge the man, 
who wasn't identified by cops. Uh, let's see here. This a statement from the Sheriff's Department. The incident should serve as a reminder for anyone con- contemplating wearing or displaying items so closely associated with hate and human suffering that our society does not hold in high regard those who do so. Dumbass. What the f- Are you fucking for real? Santee is a city of families, and the community is rightfully disgusted at this man's despicable behavior. Added from the statement of the Sheriff's Department. The Sheriff's Department thoroughly investigates incidents such as these and will hold those who violate the law accountable. Uh, hold the phone here. Back up the bus, Gus, and as Quick Draw would say, hold everything! <laughs> so here's a guy that goes out shopping in California, the, what, the, the West Coast liberal capital, and he's wearing a Ku, a Ku Klux Klan hood while going shopping. He is damn lucky that he didn't draw a crowd around him. Because those who found it racist would have torn him a new one. And I uh-huh. tore him a new one. Literally. No, this guy wore that hood. He knew exactly what he was doing. The police bought his bullshit story that he wasn't trying to incite hatred and all this other crap. The fuck he wasn't. He's a member of the Ku Klux Klan and he knows damn well that if, that if he were if he had to, if he was forced to take that thing off people would know who he is and those who who he offended would probably kick the living shit right out of him and, and would be and I would say, good for you. If the police don't want to arrest this, this dumbass, you know what? Find out where, who this guy is and give him a swift, a swift kick in the, in, in the, in, in the diasticutus. <laughs> for a neighbor of mine used to say, to avoid, to avoid saying, uh, kick in the ass. And I'm serious. This, this fucker should 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 get his ass kicked so hard. Wearing steel toe boots would be nice. Give him a swift kick. First in the right cheek, then in the left. Then back in the right cheek, back in the left. And then everybody gets a turn because he's like the, he's like the the mechanical bull because he's full of bull. The next person goes up. Kick in the left cheek, kick in the right. Kick in the left cheek, kick in the right. And everybody that's kicking him in the ass should be wearing steel toes. Jerry, Jerry, got a little sadistic there. Hey, listen. Back in high school, I had a kid spray liquid wax at me. Point blank range, missing my eyes by a matter of inches. 
I was wearing steel-toed boots at the time, winter boots, highly, heavily insulated and nice. Well, when he did that, I went for I, I kicked I kicked, I went for the extra point, literally. I kicked him so hard I kicked him right in the, right right in his uh, uprights. He dropped to his knees and I started beating the living shit right out of this kid. I mean, I beat the fuck out of him. I my face was as red as an apple. My neck was tightened up like a banjo string, and my eyeballs looked like they were going to go flying across the room. When I get to that point. Get the fuck out of my way, because the only thing stopping me is a bullet or a tranquilizer. And I've told people this, and they think I'm joking, and I'm not. It's taken, it, I, over the decades, I've kept that temper of mine in check, but pushed too far, and it goes. When it goes, George blows his stack. You'll see... You, you know in the cartoons how you, when a person gets mad, their face turns red and steam comes out of their ears? Well, you may not see steam coming out of my ears, but you sure as hell will see, see one very, very, very angry human being. And I don't like getting, I, I don't want to be in that position. It took six teachers to pull me off that kid back in high school. Six teachers. Wow. To pull one kid. That's not good. But I've learned to control it. I've learned to control my temper. Um, but I've been pushed to the to uh, I've been pushed to the borderline. I understand. When I get pushed to the borderline, I will tell a person, keep pushing and you'll pay a price real quick. I warn them, and if they don't stop, God help them, because no one else will be able to. But, see, with something like this, with, with a guy going into a shopping, uh, into, a, into a store, wearing a KKK hoodie, uh, no. I believe in swift justice. A boot in the ass by every person who was offended by him walking in the store that way. Uh, <laughs> hey, have you ever been to Cooperstown? Cooperstown, New York? No. Mm-hmm. no oh, my goodness. We went one year when Nolan Ryan was inducted into the Hall of Fame up there. It was really nice. That town is you know, it's just a quaint town, but that lake up there is beautiful. Goodness. Lake Oswego. I think that's how you say it. Do you know how you pronounce it? Uh, I, I, I believe it's pronounced Oswego. Yeah. I'm, we I'm, left there and we drove down through the, I guess, the Catskill. <clears throat> and we went to Poughkeepsie and we saw, um, well, my husband had She's dead now, but an aunt and uncle that lived there. And um, it was a, a really, really beautiful drive. And on the map, it looked like it was, you know, uh, not very far. We thought we could do it, in, like, in a few hours. But it's up 
and down, up and down, around the hills or up the mountain, down the mountain, up and down, up and down. Do you know the road I'm talking about, come down out of the mountains up there? Is this um, on the Dutchess County side of the, of, of the Hudson or on the Ulster side of the Hudson? Let's see, you're asking me things I don't know anything about. Okay. Uh, where, where were you when, when on this road? What town? Coming from Cooperstown to Poughkeepsie. Okay. Again, I've never been to Cooperstown, so I don't know the road. In, you know, the, the, I don't know what road you're referring to. Well, we are in the mountains, so oh. you're coming. You're, you're coming yeah, down. You, you get in the mountains up here. You're going to find every windy, twisty road there is. I mean. Oh. It, Oh. Man, those are some mountains. They're beautiful, though. We went through Wood. We went through Woodstock. You know, we always heard about Woodstock. It was really pretty. There is a. There's a there's a couple of different uh, places uh, that I've been to uh, over in where Monticello, New York is. Okay. I've gone going further north, mind you. Uh, I've gone up into uh, a town called uh, town called Liberty, New York, uh-huh. and, and it's a it's a small town. It really is. And I and I'm not joking when I say if you blink driving through there, you're already out of the town. Uh-huh. It's that freaking small. It's really. I'm like, what? But I was just in Liberty. I got pulled over by a town cop in the next town. Mhm. Well, they got a lot of places down here like that. You go through this little town, and the speed limit goes from sixty-five to thirty-five, and you know they pull you over. You don't even know it. They got places like that right here in Austin. <clears throat> so, did he give you a ticket? Uh, no, I got lucky. Uh, when when my my turn signal kept turning off, I was making a right hand turn. I turned it on, but when I if I moved the, the if I moved my steering wheel ever so slightly to the left, the blinker would turn off. Yeah. If I had to go, if I was making a left and I turned and I turned left, but then I turned back again, turned right off. It was it had a very quick release. Which is driving me up a wall. So I explained to the officer what was going on. He goes, "Ah, I've seen that many times. Go ahead, be on your way." Sorry to have bothered you, sir. And I went, "Hey, no bother. You're doing your job. Have a nice day. I'm going for coffee. If I can find the coffee shop I'm looking for." He goes, well, "What are you looking for?" I said, "Dunkin' my donuts." It's not Dunkin' Donuts anymore. It's just Dunkin' now. I still know it as Dunkin' Donuts. Oh, no. I'm always going to call it Dunkin' Donuts. I'll still call it Dunkin' Donuts. Mm-hmm. I have to. Tradition. Yeah. I will not surrender. I will not surrender. Or I will not give in. That is the way of things. Yeah, I'm just I'm gonna hang on to the old ways. 
Well, I may be a tra- I may be traditional in what I do. Uh, I guess that you know that, that that people call it being set in one in one set in one's ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if tradition is being set in your ways, then what's the point of calling uh, of saying you're 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 you, you keep to tradition right. or you are a traditional type of person? That's the very definition of tradition. It's repeating the old ways. Mm-hmm. My grandmother had a very nice way of, of explaining a lot of different things. When I was very little, mom, dad, you know, my older siblings, because I was I'm the I'm the youngest of four kids. Well, they're all sitting in we're all sitting in the living room, and you know, they're all talking about tradition. Now, I was young, I was very little, you know, I was a, I was an altar boy, but I was little, and. Uh, me being the you know the inquisitive mind, or more to the point, as my brother kept teasing me at the time, curious George wants to ask a question. So I turned around and I said, "Okay, here we go." Well, I didn't say that at the time, but but you get the idea. I just looked at my grandmother and I went. What's tradition, Grandma? My grandmother just started laughing. She couldn't stop laughing for like 10 minutes. My father was sitting there just just looking at me going, You don't know what tradition is? Well, you're stupid. That's when Grandma threw a pillow at him and told him to shut up. That's good. Well, needless to say, um, she explained it to me because I, I was like what nine, ten years old, so I really, you know, wasn't hip to what they were talking about. So, anytime someone talks, says to me, "Why do you? Why aren't you? A, why aren't you contemporary?" And, 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 and instead of, "Why are you contemporary? Why aren't you? Why are you not contemporary?" And you're sitting with traditional, doing traditional stuff, wherever that is. I've had people, I've had kids actually say that to me. And I look at these young people and I say, look, when I was your age, and, you know, I love the fact that I'm saying that now because I'm at 57 years of age, I can safely say that. So I turned around and said, look, when I was your age, tradition was doing was was living by the, by the old ways. And if you think that your sense of entitlement with your cell phones, your iPads, your Android tablets, oh, and let's not forget everything that, that everything else that's handed to you on a platter because you sit there and ah, 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 to your parents to buy it for you and you you blackmail them to do it. Tradition tells me that 
the old ways do work. The, the, ways, that, the ways I learned growing up still apply. Common core is nothing more than, well, to put it bluntly, common core is your, is your whore. Yeah, they found out that kids today don't. The test scores for the past few graduating classes are the worst ever. Well, not the worst ever, but they've been lowered. They're not equipped. They're going down, and these kids are not equipped. They're not smart. Like, you know, I have to say, I think that I was like right there at the cusp of the last class you know, school systems that taught just basically a classical education, you know. Anyway. I think I think part of the problem, okay, part of the problem in society today is the fact that um, children are given a today's kids are given that sense of entitlement. They do not understand that that sense of entitlement is what's driving them toward, well, I don't have to work. I'm entitled to to this. Yeah, I'm entitled to um, have a job where I can have a car payment and have clothes and, you know, buy all the electronic stuff I want. You know, I'm entitled to have all that stuff. Look, there's a huge difference between my sister and me. I don't want to get into the age difference, but it's big. And we're the only two children my mother had. So, the way she was raised and the type of person she is, is totally different from the, I mean, she's a good person and all, but the way she was raised, my God, she had so much more than me. But I had everything I needed, you know. I'm not saying that I, I, was, I was raised the only child, you know, with doted on and all like that. But I didn't have the material things that she had. I didn't have my own car when I was in high school, you know. I learned to sew. I made my clothes. She had always new stuff in the car and, you know, just going to get her hair done and her nails and all this when she was in high school. I never had any of that stuff. But when she got married, they went into debt and got everything. They got new furniture, you know. They didn't go to the thrift stores or take hand-me-downs or anything like that. They got everything new when they got married. Mm-hmm. Everything was new. You know, it's it's really amazing. Well, I, I think I think today's uh, you know today's young people live by a, by a certain uh, a certain method, for lack of a better way of putting it. And what do you mean? It is they they they're they're taught that sense of entitlement, that method of well. I'm entitled to that, so you have to give it to me. Well, no, we don't. 
No, mm. we don't. I mean, at the very least, the, the, the only thing that, I mean, I've, and I've, told, I've told this, I told this to my nieces and nephews when they were little. I said, never feel like people owe you anything. I always tell my kids that too. And I always told my Your mom and dad owe you is a boot in the backside. I always told my boys, you know, nothing is free. You know, nothing is free. Someone pays for everything. I'm not even going to waste my time with this. Another troll. Trolls calling in. Yeah. Like I said. They're, 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 bottom, they're bottom feeding, basement dwelling little shits that suck on their mom's bo- boobs all day long, thinking that they're going to get something. Well, let him come on and just say one thing and then just hang up on him. I already hung up on him. He's already gone. <laughs> I, hey, listen, I'm an equal opportunity type person. Oh, look at this. The person came back. Okay. Let's see what they what they what they want. Okay, calling from Ballsack, Kentucky. Good night. Now, how do you know that person was a troll? Because they started talking with some nasty stuff. Oh, I didn't hear them. Trust me, I've trained my ears to to tune into bullshit. Real quick. Well, what are you going to do? Hey, listen. I am sitting here in my studio with my Trump 2020 hat on, my Trump flipping the bird coffee mug. Yes? I do have a Trump coffee mug where he's sitting there going like this. Oh, George, you are your character. Thank you. See, the way it I would, think. Now, if I was drinking coffee tonight, I would not go to bed until probably noon tomorrow. I cannot drink coffee at well, night. Well, coffee. It's just it's just a uh, it's just a coffee cup full of milk. Full oh, milk. Okay. Yeah, coffee doesn't even phase me anymore. Um, back when I was a security guard. I worked for Con Edison, and <clears throat> I would work by myself in one of their warehouses. Where? Try that again, George. In one of their one of their warehouses, where they had all the stuff necessary, you know, for Indian Point. Uh, well, anyway, long story short, I'd be in there overnight. And I needed a way to stay awake. So I brought a 30-cup coffee maker. Coffee and all the fixings. And guess what? I drank three pots of coffee every night. That Good I Lord. That's, three, six, that's 90 cups of coffee. Sure. And I had to, had a conversation on more than one occasion. 
you must have a cast iron stomach. My stomach is, I was much younger at the time. I was a lot younger, a lot stronger. Uh, constitutionally, that is. My stomach could take anything. I used to eat spicy food like like it was nothing. Yeah, I made a, I, I used to cook a, I used to cook chili. I used to make what I, what guys in the firehouse dubbed nine alarm special. It tasted great, but that spiciness caught up with you. Uh-uh. Sure. Yeah. We don't eat spicy stuff like we used to, you know. Yeah. I, made, I made chili last week, and I realized, hey, I'm just not making this as spicy as I used to. We love our chili down here. Oh, believe me. I do love chili. I have to have mild chili, though, but I do love chili. Yeah. Now, my husband, I make salsa, and he can eat it hot. I can't. You know, I put extra jalapenos in his and everything, but not mine. Yeah, I figure it like this. I don't put jalapenos in mine, but I make mine also from scratch, too. Chili sauce and all. Oh, no. I'm talking about salsa. Oh, salsa. Put a jalapeno in salsa, yeah. No, I can't do that. I have acid, I get acid reflux now. I'm paying the price for my stupidity. Oh, my goodness, yes. I am paying a price for my stupidity, Kat, and I am, I'm, I'll be the first one to tell you. Oh, boy, when acid reflux hits, it's like it gets right up into my throat, literally. Mm-hmm. To the point where I can't breathe. Do you take any medication? I, the doctor tried me on on a couple of different uh, prescriptions. Nothing worked. Tried over the counter stuff. Didn't work. I resolved myself to the conclusion that trying to do this. Uh, well, let's face it. My stomach is is getting back at me for all for all the damage I put it through. Have you it's, had a colonoscopy? Me in the wrong way. Yo, asshole! Here comes some acid reflux. See what you did to me, George. Have you had a colonoscopy? Uh, I have one scheduled for next. I had one, I had one scheduled for last month uh-huh. because of the coronavirus. Uh huh. Did you reschedule it? Until I know for sure I'll be able to do it, I can't. That's right. You're in New York. Yeah, I'll probably probably have to wait till the weather gets warm to get it done. Yeah. Yeah, and then they can they can stick garden hose up my ass, turn on the water, and go. Hey, if the water comes out your nose and out your ears, we know you're clean. Do you are you put under when you have it done, or are you awake? I have them put me out. I have I made a freaking hell out because, Kat, I don't want to be awake for that shit. Hell no. Oh, the first one I had, here we are on your show talking about colonoscopies. You know, you get a certain age, you have to have one, right? Or they recommend you get one and you go do it. <clears throat> so, um, the... They the, told uh, I was 50. 
I think I was, I don't know how old I was when I had my first one. I've had two. But um, he oh, well, you can either have, like, you know, we'll just numb you from the waist down or you can be put out. Well, I had no idea what it encountered. Oh, my God. The medication, the shot they gave me in my back, it did not work. So I was awake and watched the whole thing. I still have nightmares about that. It's horrible. You know, you don't want to see, oh, it's, it's gross in there. But um, I saw all my intestines and everything. They were real shiny and white because there was nothing in me. Because I went to the, through the VA and this medication they give you to totally cleanse yourself out, it draws everything out. I mean, by the time that you, the night before, liquid's coming out of your butthole. I mean, it's just liquid, like clear liquid. There is nothing left inside you, this medication that the VA gives you. Oh, it's, isn't this just really delightful to talk about? But it's really, it's an experience. It's quite an experience. But the second one I had, I said, put me out. I do not want to know anything, you know. Put me out and just let me sleep a little bit longer, too, while you're, while you're at it, if you don't mind. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm due to have one here. I was supposed to have one this week, but I canceled it. I'm going to wait. Okay. Honey, I'll tell you what. The first time I had it done, the doctor said, well, we can put you out or we can give you a local, da 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 I said, Doc, take this in the kind, gentle sense for which it is intended. Knock me the fuck out, asshole, or you're going to regret it. <laughs> yeah. He, say, he looked at me and he goes, boy, your doctor told me you were a nice guy. I said, she lied to you. <laughs> no way. No way, oh. Jose. I, I took, he, before he puts me out, though, before he, knocks, before he puts me out, I said, look, doc, I'll make it real simple for you. If I procedure, you're going to really regret it. So you better make sure I'm out like a light, that I am nice and sleepy, so that when I wake up later after the procedure is over, you're gone. There's a lovely blonde brunette and redheaded nurse, one of each, yes, I'm very demanding, in my room. One's checking my pulse, the other's checking my blood pressure, and the other one is just standing in front of me going, you know, I don't think he's awake yet. Let's <laughs> Let me see how awake he is. Honk, honk. I'm not going to say where that would be. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you wish. Hey, you know what I was saying? When you wish upon a star, <laughs> make no difference who you are. <clears throat> yes. Uh, hey, trust me. I, 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 hey, listen, I'm a dreamer. Yeah, we've got a country full of dreamers. Haven't you heard? Well, hey, but you know what? Dreams save us. Dreams protect us. Because mm-hmm. when reality comes up knocking at your door... <gasps> Trust me, you don't want no, you don't want reality to knock on your door no. because when yeah. it comes to, 
knocking on your door. You're going to sit there and go, I'm having a nice dream. Leave me alone. Yeah, the only reality I really want knocking on my door is the lottery numbers. <laughs> I think that's the real dream we all share. <laughs> As a matter of fact, let me look up the lotto tonight. Or the, um, what is it called, Mega Millions? Do you have Mega Millions up there? Oh, yeah, we have it up too. Oh, yeah. Oh, nobody won. I always look at it. Yay, nobody won. Oh, good. Oh, 5, 20, 22, 61, 70, and 4. Yep, so the next one is 100. Cash value is $197.4 million, and you multiply that by 0.63, and that's how much you ballpark figure, which you end up with. Now, you're in New York. You have state income tax, and you are crazy up there, so you would get less. But anyway. Yeah, a lot of less. I know. Well, are you going to end the show and let's go over and, um, I, you know, I make just checked Ron's. He's, he's already off. I just checked Ron's. He's already off. I bet they'll come running back over to George's now. Nope. They he's won't? For a while now. He's been off for, for a little while. At least half, at least half an hour, I'd, I'd estimate. Yeah, they I just, I just looked. And they, if he's done over there, they won't come over here because they've already had their their show for the for the night. Aww. So, but I do know what I will. I know what I will do tomorrow. I will take the night off. So I can fix this computer up proper. Yeah, that's what you... I need to have this thing running at out at at peak performance, and then I'll come back on Wednesday and Thursday. Mm-hmm. Well, Gunslinger, my husband, uh, <clears throat> he had checked some books out from the library right when you know the shutdown happened, and he you know checks every you know the libraries are closed down here. So he checks to see, you know, what's when they go for backup. You know, so he can take his books back. Well, he can't even drop them off at the drop off, right? So, uh, you know, like the night deposit. So um, he's always telling me, well, you know, because I've got a couple books too. One I haven't read that he got from lottery, and you know, I think, well, I have time to read. I have time to read it. He checked the day. It's not. The libraries here are going to be closed until like the first week in July. So that tells me they're not. If the city of Austin is going to be shut down till the till when, you know, and now it's May, June, July. That's like another, you know, six weeks or more. Actually, more than that, like eight weeks. So are I mean are the libraries and stuff opened up there or <clears throat> you know Actually I I really don't know because I haven't set foot in the library in oh god decades. <laughs> I hate to say it. Well are your government are your government like is can you go get your driver's license? I mean, things like that, are they opened? 
Any kind I don't of even know who's in that. Open? I, I, I assume that some of them are. I'm not sure because I have a driver's license placed way down there in Waxahachie, so I don't ever go down there. No reason to. I like Waxahachie. I like it up there. What's a hoochie? Waxahachie. Waxahachie. Sorry, I couldn't resist. You're so gross. You're so gross. But I'm. 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 Hey, listen. I'm. I'm, I'm, I'm offended. I'm, I'm offended, okay? <coughs> I'm just joking with you. Don't be sensitive now. Don't get your sensitive. Don't get your panties in a wad. Who, me? Dang yeah. it. I feel like this. If I'm, and listen, I'm an equal opportunity offender. That's the way I look at it. If you're not sufficiently offended at least once during the course of this broadcast, then I haven't done my job very well. Okay. If I didn't show up and Gunslinger wasn't here, would you still have done the show? If it got to be 1 o'clock in the morning, I would be on the air. I would I would still be on. But if it got to be 1 o'clock in the morning and nobody was here, I'd shut down for the night and go to bed. Well, see, I was I was going to just call in for about an hour. I'm stuck with you, George. Oh, I appreciate that too. <laughs> believe me. But unfortunately, you, I, I'm, I, mm-hmm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to call it because I didn't get a, I didn't even get a catnap in for my show tonight. So I'm, I'm all kind of goofy. I'm all goofy in, in the crane. And, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, easy for me to say. So what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna call this a broadcast. And, uh-huh. and I'm going to uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sit and tinker with this computer just a little bit more, and then I'm going to go. Uh huh. Because my oh. body is right now mad at me because I've been up so long. Yeah. Alrighty. Well, good night. Good night, Gunslinger. All right. Now, if I do, if I do come on tomorrow night, if I get the computer working nice and icy, here's what I will do. I will turn around and I will put on Facebook.com slash F-F-N-O-I-B-N the links to the broadcast, including, you know, all the nice, all the nice amenities that go with it, and I'll be here. That's if I do come on tomorrow night. Uh, the only reason I, 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 is because I'm still working on finalizing the PC and getting it all squared away, blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Okay? Uh-huh. Be sure to check facebook.com slash F-F-N-O-I-B-N for the links to the live broadcast of Firefox News Online. Yeah. Yeah, come back. The uh, crazy man will be here. Hey, now, wait a minute. The crazy guy, you know, no, he left an hour ago. You, you, no, oh, oh, oh. 
Okay. Good night. <laughs> good night, Kat. And on that note, now that I've got the clue computer connected, I've got it all set to close up the shop. <coughs> I'm George Sinzer, and for the comments I've made, that's the way it is from my perspective. Y'all be good, and if you can't be good, be careful. And if you can't be careful, please, for the love of God, do not name it after me. Mm. Wow, I got that out without getting tongue-tied. I'm in trouble later. Good night, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. Firefox News Online is a production of Firefox News Online Productions. Any rebroadcast, transcript, either in whole or in part without the express written permission of Firefox News Online Productions and its owner, is expressly forbidden. Copyright 2020, all rights reserved. You can catch the links to Firefox News Online's broadcast by going to facebook.com slash F-F-N-O-I-B-N. That's facebook.com slash F-F-N-O-I-B-N. For the Firefox News Online Internet Broadcasting Networks. Hey, we'd like to hear from you, so send your comments to comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's comments at firefoxnewsonline.com. Also, any stories or topic ideas you might have, we'd like to hear from you. Send to we report at firefoxnewsonline.com. That's we report at firefoxnewsonline.com. Again, thank you for tuning in to Firefox News Online. I'm George Sinzer. Thank you so much for being here. We'll catch you next time. So let it be written. So let it be done.